Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. <laughs> but a huge thank you for spending 20 minutes out of your day being here, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Proud Astronaut 5978 Am I the arsehole for calling out my friend's daughter, scamming myself and others? I have a friend whose daughter is always making a new business idea. She keeps asking for money from our friendship group for seed money or an initial purchase. The first business she made was a jewelry brand, so I bought a necklace because I wanted to show support. I paid $120 and I ended up receiving a few months later a necklace straight out of a discount store. After this, she kept making new ideas. I never partook. She's now made a business selling personalized dog food, asking customers to fill in a survey on their dog, and she would make dog food tailor-made to them for a ridiculous amount per bag. When I visited my friend's house, I notified stacks of dog food from a discount brand, all the same type. The daughter had claimed everything was personalized and homemade, etc. I told the daughter and mother I wanted them to refund every customer who purchased anything off them for the last two years since she started coming up with ridiculous business ideas or I'd go to the police. In my eyes, this is outright fraud, at least in my country, if not extremely dishonest. I told them I'd post on Facebook that I found evidence of this dog food not being tailor-made so all the customers would demand a refund if she didn't provide one. The daughter explained that she still had costs, so it would be unfair to refund everything she'd received and just to refund the profit. I asked her what her costs were and if she kept records. She said no, so I told her it was her fault for not keeping proper business records and I wanted her to refund all of it. I personally know family and friends, countless people who've been ripped off by her various ventures and I'm prepared to take it further if needed. And we're going to start straight away with Daisy Inc. on this one, saying not the arsehole. The unscrupulous scammer is the last person whose alleged financial difficulties should be taken into account. The victims who paid hundreds of dollars for near worthless products misrepresented as premium should be the priority. And Metal Shadow Hunter says not the arsehole. She's scamming people. She deserved it. If you say something is homemade, it better be homemade or you're unfaithful to your core ideas. And C. Incubus says, not the arsehole. I don't think this needs an explanation. This woman just sounds like an arsehole. And Nana Leone says, not the arsehole, but I think you're downplaying that Miss Scammer 2021 is operating with a mother's acquiescence. Your friend has a bit of culpability here. Caveat emptor for the rest of the friendship group. And Babs Garcia says, not the arsehole, yet also realize the woman, her mother you call friend is absolutely no friend at all. She knew the bags were there, watched her do it, and probably watched the other scams too. Heck, maybe they come up with the ideas together and maybe your friendship group is there to be the built-in customers to buy in their daughter's scams. Wish you would have thought to take pictures of the discount dog food bags before confronting them. Either way, tell anyone else in the group you know bought food from them the truth. Let them who actually got ripped off decide if they want to go to the police. 
and Om says, I'm not the asshole, sounds like it'll escalate to potentially dangerous stuff if someone doesn't stop it. It potentially might already be dangerous with the dog food. Yeah, I'm putting myself in like dog owner's shoes and you know, we got Poppy at the moment and she's always been really dodgy with food. So we, we had to try for ages and work with vets to get the best kind of food for her because otherwise she get really bad stomach issues and now she doesn't. So for someone to do this, say like they're, they're catering their food to a specific type of dog and then just repackaging other food, that would have been really harmful to Poppy. And yeah, I wouldn't have been happy about it. But anyway, we'll move on to the next story. Now, our next story comes from Redditor for Throwaway. Am I the asshole for kicking my sister out to the streets because she cannot take my fucking violin playing? I am 30 female, a musician, playing gigs at an orchestra as a violinist. Rehearsals just resumed, so orchestra is my main source of income at the moment. My sister, 26 female, is a social worker, working three days a week, so minimal income, but she adores her job. I live in a small two-bedroom apartment, both rooms around 9 to 10 square meters, using the second room as a practice room slash storage room for my instruments, three violins, two guitars, a digital piano, and a small drum kit, and other stuff. Four months ago, my sister broke up with her boyfriend, and I offered her my spare room temporarily. I moved most of my stuff to the living room so I could fit a small bed in there. Sis moved in, but she asked me to move more stuff to the living room. I moved pretty much everything in the piano to the point where the living room became uninhabitable. Then she started complaining about my violin playing, saying it gave her headaches. I told her I couldn't stop the daily practice without risking my only steady income. The arguments got worse. She told me to play only when she wasn't home, but with her work schedule, I couldn't afford that. I tried switching to electric violin, but even that can be pretty loud, so it didn't help. Several times I reminded her that this was only a temporary arrangement, but she didn't seem to hear me. Two weeks ago, I arrived home to finding my piano in the bathroom, near water and humidity, because my sis needed the space for a new double bed. When I told her she can't seriously expect me to store my piano there, she said, yeah, you'll just have to sell it, I guess. I got so mad I told her she has seven days to leave, but she didn't take me seriously. For a week, I only talked to her to remind her how much time she has left, but she always laughed it off, told me to stop acting like a crazy person. When the deadline came, I boxed up all her stuff while she was at work, booked an Airbnb bed sit close by and drove her stuff there. She was livid but couldn't do anything but take her new keys and stay there. The following week, she kept calling me with an increasingly apologetic tone, saying she shouldn't have moved my piano or bought a bed. She promised she'd put more effort into finding a new place and by the end of the week, I considered most of our issues at least addressed. So I drove to help her move back. But when I was carrying the first box down, she went, I hope you will at least stop with the violin this time. I absolutely refuse to take more of that fucking violin. I dropped the box, wished her good luck and left. Now, two days later, on one hand, it feels like a huge overreaction to leave my own sister literally homeless because of an argument about the violin. I know she cannot afford to stay there, but on the other hand, I had no plans to allow her back here because I feel like she would just continue crossing boundaries and never leave. So am I the asshole? Now, pretty much the end of it there said it all to me. This is your house. These are your boundaries. And this is your job that you're trying to protect. You're absolutely not the asshole. What's stopping her from helping herself in this situation by getting some, some a decent pair of headphones to block out the noise when you're practicing? It's as simple as that. She's been incredibly selfish in this situation. And I don't blame you for doing what you're doing. And I can't believe the cheek of this person when you're carrying this box down the stairs. And I can just picture her behind you saying this. 
this saying oh i don't want to hear that fucking violin no more i don't blame you for dropping that box and walking out i would have loved to have seen her face in that situation as well i'm not gloating about your sister being in a difficult situation but i like it when when entitled people get their you know their comeuppance and we'll start off with cup and handle saying not the arsehole noise cancelling headphones problem solved if she isn't able to do the absolute bare minimum then she clearly doesn't mind being homeless it is absolutely absurd that she would touch a musician's instruments in their house and not know that there would not be repercussions you even gave her a second chance focus on your work and she can deal with her problems and the opera geek says yeah no not the arsehole i'm a professional musician as well opera singer as musicians we must practice to keep up our skills in good upkeep and flexibility especially after a damn year of gig drought and snoo drawing says as someone who suffers from chronic migraines and the sound of constant violin would cause me intense pain every single day i'm still saying not the arsehole she's living in your home if she gets a headache from violin playing she should either make herself scarce by buying earplugs or noise cancelling headphones when I had to move back in with my parents, I never bitched when my stepfather would have a Zoom meeting for work in the next room. I'd ask them to keep it down if I had a bad migraine, but only when he wasn't working. I'd never ask him to sacrifice his job performance, which is what she's asking you to do. Not the arsehole. And Sly Dog says, not the arsehole, guests don't get to make the rules for what you can do in your own household. Entitled freeloading guests who think they make the rules are the absolute worst. And Discount Flaky says, not the arsehole. She only had one job, graciously accept you providing shelter for her. She effed it up, despite multiple points where she could have sucked it up. Ling Ling approves. And Bumble Dragoness says, not the arsehole. If the violin bothered her, she should have made herself scarce during practice hours. And Miranda666 says, not the arsehole. Yeah, your sister told you that your profession and your need to practice didn't matter because it inconvenienced her. She doesn't give a damn about you or your life. She just wants what she wants when she wants it. Your sister feels entitled to trash your profession and then tell you that your professional accomplishments don't matter because their needs obviously need to take priority. Yeah, you didn't overreact. Your sister told you that your life and your career don't matter a hill of beans when compared to her need for peace and quiet. Feel no guilt. Don't matter a hill of beans. <laughs> is, it, is that something? Is that a new one for me? Is that a common phrase somewhere? Oh, I, I want to use that one more. <laughs> but now we move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Independent Box 7876. Am I the asshole for using parental controls on daughter even after she turns 18? Am I, 37 female, the asshole for refusing to remove parental controls from my daughter's 17 female electronic devices, even after she's an adult? All of my kids, 17 female, 15 male, and 10 female, have parental controls enabled on their devices, and I have a device that limits their internet access. The controls restrict the internet and apps, specifically content they can access, max time they can use apps, games, and internet, and set a bedtime, 8pm, where all the internet and most apps turn off. For the 17-year-old, she has fairly relaxed controls. The main thing is they turn off at night, 8 p.m., and there's time limits. I do not look at what website she visits or anything like that, and she can access social media, texting, FaceTime, etc. I do sometimes restrict her access if she has late homework, didn't do her chores, like multiple days in a row, or otherwise misbehaves, but this is rare. She asked if I could take them off of her devices when she turned 17, so we did a trial. She has a history of depression. We started using parental controls like this when she was in therapy under the advisement of her treatment team. And over the five weeks she had them disabled, she began isolating, staying up all night, not doing things she enjoys, and falling asleep in online class. 
I put them back on, had I go back to see a therapist and she quickly went back to her old self. Straight A student who is asleep by 10. Read multiple books a week, runs track slash cross country, volunteers and plays in orchestra. She contends I overreacted and she was fine. She brought it back up this week. She will be attending college part-time in the fall. Morning will be high school classes, afternoon will be college classes and turns 18 in December. After putting some thought into it, I thought I would be willing to negotiate some changes, like a later bedtime, but that as long as I was paying for her internet and cell phone, I would continue to use the controls, even after she turns 18, if I felt she needed them. Of course, she is free to pay for her own internet and phone plan, but as she currently doesn't work for pay, this isn't an option. She is very angry with me and feels I am infantilizing her. I have trouble saying that word. <laughs> she even called my sister to ask if she can move in with her. Am I the asshole? The major question that came out to me in this one is what's more important, you having this control over your daughter's life or keeping this relationship with your daughter? Because to me, and I may it may be a bit of a jumping statement, but I feel like as soon as she turns 18, you're gonna lose that relationship. She's already trying to move away to OP sisters in this situation. So she's already trying to get away from mum. And when she does that, she could just cut you off. She's 18, she'd be an adult. And I feel like you over-controlled her and she's struggling to manage her own depression by herself because you haven't allowed her to do so you've tried controlling that as well i mean as a 17 year old being sent to bed at 8 p.m i mean come on now and I, I'm, I'm aware that's not the worst of it in this situation but it's just something like that jumps out to me as well and it's and through the story i was like i had small amounts of empathy with op i'm not saying they're right in this situation not at all but I can see why they would be scared stepping into their shoes. I can see why they would be scared, you know, for their daughter who's going through depression and, you know, having these downward spirals and they think they found a solution to help daughter out of it. Obviously, it's not the right solution. Again, not the right solution, but I can visualize the thought process. Again, not the right solution, but the very last couple of paragraphs was, you know, it was way too much saying, I pay for the internet, I pay for the cell phone, and it's all about what you're doing and how you can control it, and that, and that was just totally wrong. And I go back to the very start of what I was saying, you will lose your daughter over this because you're being way too controlling. So you are the arsehole in this situation to me. But basically a basic says, you're the arsehole. Once she's 18, she's an adult. You should remove the controls. Is keeping control of your daughter more important than saving and maintaining the relationship? Using the fact that you pay for the bill is manipulative in this case. Your need to control it is probably putting more strain on her mental health than not having parental controls. You are infantilizing her. She is mature enough to take high school and college classes at the same time. It seems like you want to make control out of a misguided belief that you are helping her. When kids get to be her age, autonomy, privacy, and trust is important, and you're going to push her away. And Brocklehead says, you're the arsehole who is coddling her. She will be 18, old enough to vote, buy SIGs, join the military, but she won't have unlimited access to the internet. Yikes, I'd be so embarrassed if I had to explain to my college professors that I couldn't finish an assignment because mum restricts my internet usage for my own well-being. And shh, it's me says, you're the arsehole at this stage in her life. Your job is to teach her how to do things without you. So that means helping her learn how to have unlimited internet access without you holding the parental controls. Failing when she has no place to land will be much worse for her. And Bumble Dragoness says, you're the arsehole. You put back the controls at the same time as having her return to therapy, after which you saw improvement. Of course you saw improvement, she was back to therapy. You can't expect her to keep those controls when she's gone to college. You're making her stand out by being different and not treating her like an adult. You should slowly phase the controls out instead of switching it off and then she can self-regulate. Or your kids should. 
If people go from restrictions to freedom, then they are generally likely to overindulge. By not letting her figure out her own stuff now, you're setting her up for failure when she does have the freedom. My parents were strict about it until I turned 18, but before then, I found many ways around the controls. It damaged my relationship with my parents, the lack of their trust. Don't be that parent, do better. And Rich TMA says 8 p.m., 8 p.m. If you're paying for an adult's device, you can offer to do that, but it doesn't buy you control over the adult's life. Your last line is telling, be prepared for zero relationship with your daughter very soon. You're the asshole. And Misky Moon says, you're the asshole and a bad parent. Good God, I've released parental controls at 16. She is an adult and should be treated as such. 10 quid that she is likely a candidate of when she goes to college and finally released from under her mum's thumb, she'll take it to excess and will likely stop talking to OP altogether. And now we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Throwaway Birthday 09. Am I the arsehole for one of my 17 female dad, 53 male, to change his wedding date? Throw away because I don't know if people in my family use Reddit and I really not have them find my main account. My parents got divorced when I was a kid and subsequently my dad got custody. My mum pretty much bounced after that and the last time I saw her was when I was like 10. She made poor life choices so I went no contact to save myself the heartache and solely relied on my dad and extended family. My dad met his girlfriend, like 40s, female, we call her M, about a year ago and her and I don't really see eye to eye. She has two kids of her own, 14 female and 19 male, and they all move in with us six months ago. My soon-to-be step-siblings are okay, but she's sure she's something. She believes in essential oils, crystals, chakra and reiki, but at least she isn't anti-vax. Once she told me my aura is murky, and when I said I didn't believe in that stuff, she got upset, I guess. We pretty much just coexist. Well, they're getting married, and while I think she is weird and a bit rude with how pushy she can be with her beliefs, at least my dad is happy. It was all good until they announced their wedding date. For the sake of privacy and not wanting them to know this post is made by me, I'll just say that the date they picked is my birthday. I asked why they would pick my birthday, because it upset me. I don't want my birthday to be overshadowed by their wedding and their anniversary every year. It feels unfair. They told me they, I think it was more so M's idea, picked the date because it had good energy and the horoscope plus star sign alignment was great and would bring them good luck. I really don't get that stuff, like Moon in Leo and Venus in Cancer or some shit like that. I really don't understand. And I want to respect their beliefs, but it feels like bullshit. Now, every time it's my birthday, if I even want to go out to dinner with my family or do something, I can't because they'd be too busy doing anniversary stuff. I asked my dad if they could change the date and he said I needed to stop being selfish. Em overheard me asking and now she's giving me the cold shoulder. Am I the asshole for asking them to change their wedding date? I'm not too clued up on star signs and stuff like that, so I'm I'm hoping we're gonna get some comments on this one regarding all that side of things, because I so I'm not gonna criticize people's beliefs in, in in that because I don't know nothing about it. But I do wonder if the the stepmom in this situation is just being petty for the sake of it. I mean, she doesn't sound like a very nice person the way OP does explain it, but I would say you're definitely not the arsehole for for asking in this. I did come into this story thinking, oh yeah, asking someone to change their wedding date is a bit bit harsh, right? But I don't think you're the asshole in this situation. Why would they pick your birthday? It just doesn't make sense to me. And I think if I had a daughter, you know, 
I would take that into consideration and think, yeah, that, that's not fair on daughter. Why am I doing this? And then move it because it's just not right. And that is a very simple one for me. But I would be interested to know any ideas on this whole star sign and, and all this kind of thing. But anchovy mac and cheese is not the arsehole. They have their choice of 364 other days in the year. They don't have to pick your birthday. It honestly sounds like some weird petty way that your dad's girlfriend is trying to compete with you. She's forcing your dad to choose between her and you on this issue, and she's probably loving that she's winning. Your dad also sucks because he should be standing up for you. You are not being selfish and have very legitimate concerns. This is a messed up situation. Sorry, OP. I'm also from a family where my dad got remarried when I was 17, and my stepmom had her own weird ways to make sure she and her children were always prioritized above all else, including me. It's toxic. And Colonel Buttfuck says, <laughs> <laughs> Not the asshole. It looks like your dad has already chosen her over you. The good news is you'll be 18 by the time she has a replacement baby, so you'll be able to move out. Make sure your dad knows that he's thrown away your relationship and you won't be there after his inevitable divorce. And Double Stitch says, not the arsehole. You can't move the date of your 18th birthday, but they can definitely move the date of their wedding. That's some next level passive aggression there. Unfortunately, there may be no talking them out of it. And Hassian87 says, not the arsehole. Why you don't own wedding dates, calling you selfish is rich. There are other dates where the stars align and things look great from a horoscope perspective. That excuse of theirs is flimsy at best. Set him down and let him know that this is hurtful to you again and that things may permanently change for the relationship if they insist on this. Your reasons are valid. And now, what are your thoughts on today's selections of stories? I would love to know your verdicts in the comments below if you choose to share them. Never any pressure either though. And just a huge thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 minutes or so with the channel and listening to a story or two. It means the absolute world to me. If you haven't done so yet and you did enjoy today's stories, please consider clicking that like button. Again, hugely helps out the channel. And if you want to support the channel further, but ne again, <laughs> never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. Once again, thank you so much for your love, time and support and I will see you I hope so anyway, in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.